Hey, what's happening, good people? This is your boy, Amar Rashad. And once again, we got the run. Um, and this is The Beard Always Wins. Yes, The Beard Always Wins. It's a movement. It's a lifestyle. More importantly, it's a podcast. And one we're so grateful and thankful that you all are listening to. And uh, first off, just got to give a big shout out. And let's just go ahead and just make this uh, announcement. Uh, so as you all know, we teamed up with uh, Nickley Scented Candles. And it's the Zen for me luxury soap, organic soaps. Um, to give you guys a, for a giveaway. And we just want to announce that, that winner. And the winner is Queen TV, uh, aka, uh, Quintress Struthers. So, uh, you are the winner of the box. So do us a favor. Just, uh, hit me up in the, you know, DM me, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we can get you your gift box. But we still want to say thank you to, um, Neekly Senate Candles. You can find them at neeklycenticcandles.com and it's the Zen for me at it's the Zen for me.com. And you can also find them at their respective uh, names on Instagram and Facebook. And also, you know, we're going to be throwing in something else from Trinity's uh, Treasures. Uh, you're going to get some free lip gloss. So with that being said, you know, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, sharing and spreading the good word. And yeah, so... With that being said, uh, last week's episode, we posted it. Man, SMU and T-Mobile, you know, um, they weren't doing as good, Deron. Yeah, I got good internet this week, y'all. Sorry about last week. <laughs> yeah, they, they they were doing kind of dirty, but, uh, you know, the culture, cancel culture. And we can talk about it just a little bit, just to kind of recap that, uh, that uh you know, discussion. We just talk about Dave Chappelle and how everybody wants to cancel him over uh the closer, which is the name of his latest stand up. But I don't you know what's crazy? Like I don't even think it's more of a stand up. I think that was just more of a conversation that Dave Chappelle wanted to have with America. Now were there some funny moments in it? Yeah, it was. But more so it was just a conversation. And now uh, you know, people yes. are people are in an uproar and Listen, but America, those who are listening, it's a conversation that needs to be had. It need to be had. And let me just say this: you cannot cancel Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is loved by everyone, and you can't cancel Dave Chappelle. I don't care what you say. I'm gonna watch the Chappelle show because I think it's funny. I'm gonna watch uh, Half Baked because I think it's funny. My favorite part in uh, what's the movie with uh, Eddie Murphy and Jada Pinkett. Another uh, professor. Another professor. Because my favorite part is when it's time for Reggie to talk about your mama. So, <laughs> uh, with, <laughs> with, with that being said, uh, Ron, just just a few few words on this. Well, he released a uh, an Instagram video yesterday. I guess it was from his show in either Detroit or Atlanta. But he was talking about like, yeah, it's like uh, he basically was saying, "Hey, I'm staying firm in my beliefs, and I'm not going to allow you people to." Uh, for lack of better words, punk me into believing what you want me to believe. Uh, we can have a conversation, but if we have this conversation, it's going to be on my turn. And I mean, if if people could, I mean, if you if if Chappelle really bought, no, uh, to take it off Chappelle. If something irritates you or bothers you, what do you do? If it's on Netflix, what do you do? I don't listen to it. Don't watch it. Right. I just keep scrolling. Like, right. So, like, if it's not for you, then keep scrolling. I mean, I, I don't think anything he said on that show 
would incite violence against a marginalized group. It's just jokes. But I think, like I said, while, you know, I was walking on campus and I kept on hitting you with the R2-D2 sound, um, (laughs) every joke is funny until it's about you. Yep. Yes, Yes, it is. It even did, but sometimes you still gotta be able to laugh at it, though. Right, like like you said, like it was more, it was more of a conversation. And I think the best, um, I think the best explanation I heard was it was a social commentary to other marginalized groups to be like, hey, you don't get to jump me in the line when it comes to getting your equality, because hey, my people been here since sixteen nineteen, and we've been fighting for it since then. And I say a couple words that you find highly offensive and you've already jumped me in the line in the equality line and now you want to practice the same things that the people who oppress both of us you want to take away my freedom of expression i'm a comedian i'm supposed i'm supposed to disturb the peace and and you know what that's um that's funny you say that because this morning i was kind of thinking about you know uh what should we call this episode and i was thinking and all i could think about was the freedom of speech and thinking about two live crew as nasty as they want to be, right? Which, by the way, might be have one of the best album covers of all time. But um, as nasty as they want to be was monumental in the fact that, you know, the freedom of speech was was called into play. And, you know, did they did that go to the Supreme Court? I think it... Yeah, it went to the Supreme Court. Yeah, it went to the Supreme Court. And look, the censorship... And it's one of those things, like, if you don't want to listen to it, don't buy it. You know, I, I remember um, I always say, like, if you can't get what I say, just rewind it then. If you don't like what I say, then don't buy it then. That's about, that's, that was um, that was one of my, uh, you know, one of those slick, uh, conscious raps that I used to have uh, back in my MySpace days. But... <laughs> <laughs> but but nevertheless though it's but that's that's true like if, like for instance I don't like meatloaf so guess what I'm never gonna eat meatloaf I never order yeah. don't go to restaurants that specialize in meatloaf so guess what but the meatloaf don't bother me if other people like it um so speaking of the cancel culture uh I I, I wonder I'm wondering if Lil Bootsy is trying to get canceled because. He can't leave Lil Nas X alone. It's a little war. <laughs> Can we call this a little war? Yeah, a little war. The little war. <laughs> <laughs> the little war. <laughs> Boosie versus Nas. Like, not, not Boosie versus, yeah, Boosie versus Lil Nas. Um, Nas, Lil Nas X trolls him, says he got a son with Lil Boosie, and then Lil Boosie goes crazy. You know, um, call him all kind of names and. I think Lil Nas X dad even stepped in this, but the Lil War has is is actually taking a turn. I think Lil Lil Nas X might be winning this. What you what you got to say about it? That's all stupid, man. The discourse between and all of this is stupid. Like even like Lil Nas dad shot a he like he shot a he shot a, a straight a stray at uh, Ti. If you read that the last two sentences of that statement he put out on social media. Which way he was like, uh, I'm from the real bank head, not like some that other guy that pretend like he is. Mm. So, yeah, he ain't taking no mercy. I'm like, man, this, this is all stupid. It, it just go back to what I was about to say uh, on the last topic. You can't have no honest discourse on this because you got extreme on the left, extreme on the right, and they both. And when there's a person in the middle that's trying to be a moderate, 
they scream down on you and try to make you pick one side or the other. I'm like, it's not even worth the it's not even worth the headache. Yeah, I, I think at this point we'll um have a weekly. <laughs> we just check in weekly. On, yeah, on the little war, you know, the little war report. That's what we'll call it. You know, we have our little war report. Just um, see what it is. See what. And else. just don't. And, and Boosie just don't realize, dog. He getting trolled, like dog. Let, let the troll be a troll. You can ignore if you. It's, it's like that podcast I'm telling you that uh, Dave Chappelle, Talib Kweli, and uh, most of Midnight Marauder. And most said something. Yeah. He said something, it wasn't as profound. It's not as profound as it made it sound, as I make it sound. But if you hear his, like, if you hear his voice, it sounds a whole lot better. But he was like, yeah, he was like, he was like, why are these people, he was like, why are these people so, like, entrenched on being on social media and then crying when they get, when they get, uh, when they get jumped on by people on social media? He's like, no, he's like, you can't hit me where I'm at, where I ain't at. So I'm just, I just stay the hell off of Twitter. You know what's what's funny, right? Is that what cracks me up about social media is that somebody will literally, I mean, literally post this statement here. Oh my God, I'm so lonely. Where the real man at? Oh my God, he wasn't worth my time. Oh my God, I can't believe that they hurt me like this. But then in the same breath after people comment on it, well, come back and post. Y'all need to stay out of my business. I've always been. I've always said, listen, if you don't want it, anybody to be in your business, then don't post it on social media. If you don't want nobody in your business, you don't want to hear nobody else's um, commentary because everybody ain't going to agree with you. Everybody, some people going to be like, yo, you stupid. And that's what it is. But you gave them that platform to talk about you. But if you don't, if you never put it right. out there, you, you want to know why it's like that, dog? Because it? it's, it's like, especially with Twitter. Like I see why you don't really get on there. I only get on there every now and then to check something, but I get pulled in by some something stupid. But one thing I learned about social media now: no matter how like extreme your thought or how extreme your comment is, there's people out there that agree with it. <laughs> like, you get <laughs> the is. dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> It is. It's like, yo, case in point. So it was, uh, what's her name? It's this, um, this is a chick named Feminista Jones. Mm-hmm. And she's on the whole Black Week tour, goes and speak out, uh, speaks about black issues or whatever. And she had, she said, she says all the things that gets black Twitter, uh, riled up in both directions. Hey, we need to come together. Sisters, we need to, uh, hash this out. We need to let the men do their thing and we do our things and meet somewhere in the middle. And then one of the black dudes say something that she don't agree with. She called, uh, what she called? Oh, she called black men, uh, police, um, target practice. Wow. And bullet bags. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't get people like, you know, it's crazy. It's like that, you know, I think, uh, like me and you, we kind of was insulated from a lot of the stupidity. It's out here in the world because you know we was in the military, we was in the army, so we we we're, we're kind of around like like minded people. Even though we see the different spectrums, we're kind of like around like minded people in the absence of social media. And so for us, I think we're a little bit insulated. But I can tell you, like I get why. I I I, I could never understand. I 
while I was in the army, I didn't really understand, like, man, why are these people like this? It was just the weirdest thing to me. But now, I've been out since, what, 2013? And I fully understand now. Like, and and the thing is, is that stupidity has no has no limit, has no bounds, and it can cause utter destruction when it's in the hands of an idiot. That's my. So, I'm, I thought I thought the, I thought like I thought the Yahoo comment section was like an outlier thing in the world. Like, oh my, it's impossible for people to be this dumb. And then I got out of military. <laughs> No, I'm like, yo, I spent all that time defending these idiots. <laughs> What's Man. going on here? I was like, yo, I could have saved myself 20 years. Exactly, dude. <laughs> like, you, 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 <laughs> you be like, oh, wow, y'all really think like this. It's, it's, it's crazy. It is the craziest thing <laughs> that I, I can't explain it. I really can't explain it. Like, I could, I, I still remember like having conversations with some younger dudes. Oh some some young some young folks, you know, uh, and I feel old saying these young folks, but you know, in their early twenties, and just trying to tell them, hey, you know, like you only make nine dollars and twenty five cent. Uh, I don't think you want to spend your whole shirt, your whole paycheck on a Versace shirt. You know, like that just ain't the smart thing to do. But um, I don't know. There's more of us than it. It's more of us than it is of them, man. Like straight up, like they just they just a loud minority. Like it's way more of us than it is of them. So I don't even. All I think, all I'm concerned with is raising my daughter to be the best, most like best human being she can be. Help her attain her goals and try to like, like, like I I suggest this for all black men that listen to this podcast. If you got a child, like this, something I just thought. Like I got this, I got this notebook that I keep, and I write random things about life yeah. to my child that I plan on giving to her when she turns like seventeen or eighteen. And I just write in there like certain things, like "Hey, be careful on how you choose your friends." You, I used to think it was bull when my aunt used to tell me, "Like you are who your friends are." And like, 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 no, I'm like, bro, I'm like, we really ain't out here in the streets doing that. You doing some wild stuff, but we going wild <laughs> like that. But then the older I get. The more I see how impressionable these young kids are, and like I got a cousin that hang with um he and that crew down in Jacksonville that made the song about uh killing their ops at the golf course. Oh, the Duval drill drill team. That was I called. Yeah. Yeah, like he down with that crew. And like, like, bro, you make it I looked on the Instagram last night, like, yo, you make if the fans wanted to bust you, you make it so easy. You posing with no, a stack of hundreds. You doing the money telephone thing. You ain't got no job. <laughs> you out here posting. You out here. <laughs> you out here posting with pistols and all kind of firearms. I'm like, you. You a convicted felon. You ain't got. You don't supposed to be in possession of a firearm. Bro, I saw. Like, I'm not lying to you. I, I saw this, and I know the young man. And but I, I guess he's scamming, and he has stacks of Capital One credit cards and all this money. And he's FaceTiming somebody talking about this. And he puts it on Instagram. And I'm just like, uh, you know you go to jail for this. That's what I want to tell him. But I just, like, man, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get this generation. Um, I, also got some, I also got a PSA for the people in our age group. I'm not trying to talk down on my people, but sometimes your people need to hear the truth. We failed our children. <laughs> 
as a community, we failed out you. Bro, think about it. I think me and you were talking about this at one point. Like, yo, remember we would go to the store, be singing? Some old head be like, yo, young man, pull your pants up. These kids cuss, smoke, do whatever they want in the store, and we just bypass and just let it be. And just let it be. Man. But it got to the point where if you do speak out to these kids, that's thing you know, you become a viral sensation because you got shot on, on somebody's iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or, we should we shouldn't be scared of our kids, man. Or you gotta fight them. Like you don't have to fight them. Yeah, commit, matter of fact, round of applause for them brothers in New Orleans who went to that high school. Man, I was just about to ask you that. I was, I, was, I was about to ask you that, man. Um, and that, that's a beautiful thing. Like these, this, this, it's New Orleans. It's New Orleans. Like I want to say, for like almost like a week straight, it was just like endless brawls, endless brawls. Uh, and these group of dads. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, um, but anyway, they organized it and they got to uh, they went inside the schools and they just walked the hallways, and because that presence is there, that presence of authority is there. Yo, know, these kids they they done straighten up. What is it? Straighten up and fly right. They know what these you know what I'm tell you. Straighten up and fly right. That's what's happening, and I think more if that was to happen. And more and more schools, they, I think it has the potential to, to plant a seed of, of positivity in, with, with, these, with these young men. Like that's that's one thing I will say. Now, um, yeah. now, now I want to ask you. I want to ask you this, right? Just just want to ask you this, right? Because I, I just saw it, right? Um, this this has this really has nothing to do with nothing. But classic cars, man. If you could go, what is the classic car that you want? I'm not talking about like. Oh. Already, the union got finished the question. 1962 Ford Lincoln Continental, all black, hard top, white walls, other interior. I was not. Already. That's my dream car. I, I was not expecting that. Well, I, I when I was when I was deployed in Iraq when eBay Motors was uh, first uh, started becoming a thing. Yeah, I got up to like eighteen. I got up to eighteen grand for one, and when dude um, outbidded me and went up to twenty, I was like, "Yeah, you can have it." Yeah, but I'm gonna find it before. I, knock on wood that I don't drop dead soon, but I'm gonna get one before I leave this earth. Gotcha, gotcha, man. You you know what's crazy? It's the car I want. It's the car I didn't want. And that's that that ninety four SS Impala. Oh yeah, that's 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 what I want. Man, I, I seen one. I seen one here. It had four thousand OG miles on it. Oh wow! They, they never drove that one. Nah, uh, the dude, um, the lady was like her husband uh, bought the car. All the white ladies like yeah, her husband bought it. Would take it on Sunday drives, and he would watch it on Saturday and ride it on Sunday, and then park it. And like she was like, "Yeah, I had it in the." She was like, "I've been in the, um, been in the um, barn for like ten years now." She was like, "I go out and crank it up every Saturday, every Sunday just for him, uh. or drive to the gas station and uh, fill it up, and that's about it." Wow. That's and she got a grip for it, because once again, folks been. Out of work for a year and a half, some way, somehow, some way, been coming up with all this money, <laughs> and they <didn't> messed <laughs> up the market just like they messed up the housing market. 
And I think she got twenty four grand for it. Oh, but see, if I only had four thousand miles on it, it's worth it. I, it was one dude. Um, it was one on Beamers a couple years ago. I saw it and I said, "Let me stop by and see." I, and this this one here, it had like over well over hundred thousand miles on it. But they st- dude was still asking for like seventeen thousand dollars for it, and I was like, "I can't pay that." Not right now. Mm-mm. Not now. Nah, nah. Let me see if I can find a joint. I sent my cousin one day because he like really in the cars. But somebody that was selling. Uh, damn, I deleted it. But somebody was selling like one little short dog Mustang. Yeah. And I think they sold it for like eighty-seven grand. Mm. And it don't. I think it only had. It had less than ten thousand miles on it, though. But it had all original everything in it. Yeah. Shoot. But uh. <laughs> You know what that other car I wanted? I always wanted that uh that Mustang Kane had. On Men's Society. Oh, oh yeah, that's the that's the joint I was talking about. What you talking about? And you know what's crazy? Yeah. I, I had a chance to buy one. Like when I when I but I bought the Thunderbird instead. Because the uh insurance for some odd reason was a hundred dollars cheaper a month <laughs> for the Thunderbird, even though it got the same motor in it than it was for that, that Mustang. Kinda crazy. Mm. But um yeah, moving right along. So I just got to ask you this question here. So, and I got asked this question. Menace in society or boys in the hood? Like, which which one of those movies do you like the most? And not for me, I enjoy boys in the hood, but I really watch Menace in society every time it come on. Like, it's just something. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I mean, the better overall movie, I didn't say it's a tie, but um, more realistic was uh, Medicine Society because yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny thinking back on it now. Like, yo, like, er, it, instead of everybody trying to be like Sharif and uh, old boy trying to go to Kansas and play football, everybody wanted to be old dog. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy. Everybody going to start getting braids. Yeah. <laughs> So nah, so it, my favorite character on there, and I I slowly but surely became this dude over time. Like as soon as I hit my twenties, folks be like, "Yo, man, like why are you gonna be having a good time when you going?" I'm like, yeah, I, "I have a good time," but I didn't reach the uh, I didn't reach the uh, wax part. Uh, what's my name? A wax. Yeah. Or wax. Uh, MCA character. Yeah. I'm like yeah, I did so much. I did so much dirt from like thirteen to twenty. I just enjoy watching everybody else have a good time. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh man, Chauncey, Chauncey, man, that yeah. was, that, that, that's. I think that's. I, I think that's the first time we saw. Uh, oh man, who played Chauncey? Pinky. Um, it's Pinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like I watched the interview with him, and um, he said he, he appreciates the role. But he just got tired of people yelling out the window. Hey, that's that bitch ass nigga Chauncey. <laughs> Excuse my French when I say that, but that's what they call him in Minnesota society, man. And uh, like, I can imagine like, like people not knowing your name, but that's what they call you. You know what I mean? Like, like Anthony Johnson. You know, rest in peace, Anthony Johnson. You know, uh, everybody calling me Zell. You know. 
Charlie Murphy. What did the five fingers? What did the five fingers say to the face, Charlie Murphy? Yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, the 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 funny thing is, he was so he was he said he was so happy when he got the role of Pinky, and Pinky took over that everybody stopped calling him that. So uh, yeah, man, <laughs> you you evolve over time. But uh, shoot, so let me ask you this question here, right? And this is just hypothetical, right? If Pimp C wouldn't have died, right? Moving on to music, right? If Pimp C wouldn't would not have died, do you think UGK as a whole would have been a lot bigger? Ooh, uh, I kind of think they might have had a falling out. You think so? Where, not a falling out, but it would it would have been more like a Dre and Big Boy type deal where. They'll come back occasionally and be on the same track together, but because I mean, reading that Pimp C book, it seemed like all of the stuff that um, like Bun wanted to be much bigger than UGK just being like a local Joker group from the South or whatever. Yeah, Pimp just wanted the South. Bun B wanted the recognition. Hence why Pimp C didn't go down to Trinidad when they shot the uh, Big Pepper video because he didn't even like Jay Z. He didn't even want to go to. He didn't even want to record the song. Yeah. Pimp C. Uh, so I think, I think, man, it whoo. Pimp C with Lil Nas X. <laughs> man, but you know what's woo. crazy though, right? Pimp C was a producer. A lot of people don't know Pimp C produced all of that stuff, right? Right. The majority of that stuff. So it's him and Mo, him and Moby Dick came up with uh meal ticket from uh. Uh, what was that masterpiece soundtrack? I got the hookup. No, nah, I got the hookup. But what was the first one? I'm about it. Uh, yeah, from the I'm about it soundtrack. Like they came up with that joint like in 15 minutes in the bathroom. Yeah, because they were using the bathroom as a recording studio and poured off. Yeah, Pimp C was talented, man. Like I ain't, I didn't realize he played as many instruments as he did. And then you know, then you know, Master P kind of like sort of kidnapped him. Kid now. Yeah, you ain't never heard that story? Nah. Enlighten me. Yeah. Basically, Master Pete, ba- basically, uh, Pimp was mad that he wasn't getting residuals for like a whole bunch of tracks that they appeared on and produced for uh, No Limit at the time. Uh-huh. So, like, uh, I think, did Pimp C produce uh, I Miss My Homies? No. Uh, I think he did. I know Bun B was supposed to be on that. Right. So, like, he was mad that he wasn't getting his residuals or whatever from P and started talking grimy about P on some, like, I'm a, when I see you, I'm going to see you. And the story go that Pimp C got kidnapped by C-Murder and Master P and was being held in a hotel room, and it took Jay Prince to make a call to get him free. Mm. Well, the Jay Prince part is highly believable. And... Yo, I would not speak on that man. I live in Texas. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's highly believable. Him calling Jay, Jay Prince is like the um, man. He's a boogeyman, so to speak. Like you call Jay, Jay Prince, go. He, he nine times out of ten, he's gonna st- get some straightening. He's gonna get some straightening. So um, on top, on top of uh, on top of I'll show I'll show it to you in the uh, in on video, but. Uh, on top of uh, being the man in Texas, he may also be. Oh, maybe. 
maybe. Yeah. Just maybe. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> when, there's no, when there's nothing recorded. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, hey, maybe. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's funny. So did you ever realize... Um, and, and I just I was listening to the uh listen to Drink Champs and Shaheen was on on there with Nori. But Nori said, uh he, he quoted the Kanye lyric, I'm in too deep like Makai Pfeiffer. But Makai Pfeiffer wasn't in the movie In Too Deep. Did you ever catch that? Yeah, it was like the uh Warren G was N X E T is me Warren to the <laughs> That's Hey, going going back and listening to some of these rap lyrics, yo, Cass was saying some wild stuff in the days. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen to that last verse of, listen to that last verse verse of uh, news that started something by DMX. Lil Nas X might relate to that to that verse. I'm trying. I, I can't even remember how it go. Hold on, give me some time. I'll look it up. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't remember how I go. Um, dang, that started some. I can't. I can't catch it. I can't catch it right now. So let me ask you this question: here. Would you? Would you rather? And this, this is one of those things, right? And I, I pose this question: Would you rather? You win the lottery, right? You got. Two hundred million dollars. Now, if you go get the two hundred million dollars, you know you got to show your face, right? Or you can get and a loose Libre mask. No, <laughs> no, you can't wear no mask, no nothing. You got to show your face, right? Or would you rather get a hundred and fifty and not show your face? Let me see. Do I win it in Texas? So you talking about state taxes? Yes, sir. Texas, Florida, you know, <laughs> it's, it's wherever you want to claim it. Right. It don't matter. Do you want to know why? Why? It's a, it's a hell of a lot more than I got in both of my bank accounts right now. <laughs> 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 I, I, I have no I have no right to be choosing on which amount the lottery the uh, the Powerball folks say that I won. But I'm I'm just saying. So would you rather like take that like take a cool 150 million in silence, right? Or oh yeah, I take it in silence all the time. You know I me mean? like I love, I I try to move below the radar. Yeah, like you ain't gonna know my moves. And see, like it, th- this is my thing. Like me and my wife, shout out to my wife Charlotte. Uh, we was talking, and she, we was and she was saying like I don't think you could keep you you could hold it. Like I could I couldn't hold the secret. I told I told I said look. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna go to work. I said we're gonna pay off this house, and I can't tell it the whole world, my whole business. Because when I, if I was saying, you know, I, I don't live in no more. Y'all gonna know what happened. But let's just say I would be really low key, like you, because like for instance, my dream cars aren't foreign. You know, like aren't it isn't a Lamborghini, it isn't a Maserati or anything like that. It's some real basic. My dream cars are. Something that's believable that somebody of my salary and income can can easily afford, right? But f- how long do you think you'd be able to hold off before you bought that, made that big purchase? 
No, bro, I ain't even buying a car. I'm moving out of the cut. Yo, the first the first order of business after I uh the, I find out that the check is deposited in my account. I'm going down to City Hall. I'm paying a little five hundred dollars. I'm changing my name. Uh, <laughs> so what's your name gonna be? I'm changing Aloysius Pookie Farnsworth or something. It's gonna it's gonna be something that's gonna be so outrageous. People look at it like that can't be a real person. Like, or I just get something like John Doe. Like nobody look at the name John Doe kind of suspicious. Like I'm just gonna pick some random like ordinary name. And I'm a, uh, in the words of Mike Tyson, I'm a fade to Bolivia. Play you meant oblivion, but I'm a fade to Bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what would you move to? Uh, anywhere where the U.S. dollar crushing eight uh, dollars. Mexico, Dominican Republic. <laughs> you know me. I probably move back to South Africa. South Africa. Yep. Uh, move somewhere, move somewhere on the coast, like nice little, like a, a spot that I know people don't come to, and I would just be that random guy that bring in imports. Yeah, I'm moving to Hay Harbor. I ain't even lying to you. <laughs> now, if I if I if I had if I had to stay in the states, it's a uh, it's a place called Indian Springs that's like right off of I seventy in Colorado. It's like forty five minutes west of like Denver. Yeah, and that'd be the ultimate spot for me because you can walk out of your backyard, go hiking, go white river rafting, go skiing. That's real low key town, like seventeen hundred folks. No, I'm not moving anywhere where potential mountain lions are. Like, I'm just not. You don't want to move to Texas then, because that's one reason I started riding my bike in North Dallas, because there's a mountain line out there. I remember you talking about that. Um, yeah, can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't do it either. Uh, so what else we got on the agenda? So let's get let's get into college football. Um, we got Georgia, Florida. Let me ask you this question: Dan Mullen lose this game? Is he on the hot seat? Uh, he already on the hot seat. He, I don't know what it is, but Florida fans are like really not into having this guy on their sideline anymore. Cause I'm, it's a, I can't remember the dude, but he run this Florida podcast and he been going hammer on Mullen. Oh, my bad. Goofy Dan, uh, for like the last two seasons. Like he was like, yo, he's like, he's like, look at it. Recruiting is going down. There's no reason why Florida recruits should be leaving the state, especially with a down Miami and a down Florida state. Um, he doesn't play his best players. He believes in seniority. He's like, yo, I told y'all about that when he got hired from Mississippi State. Like, he don't play the best people. He plays, all right, my best player is a redshirt freshman. But it's a senior that I need to start over. And, like, people tired of that. Then he flirted with the Jets in the offseason last year. So people are like, all right, let's go. As like dude say, he's like, yo, he coaching like a dude that's not going to be at Florida next year. So <laughs> do you have – Oh yeah, shout out to Mo Lane. Mo Lane finally came up. You know, he he posted he posted the picture. Uh he honored the best. Oh, send me the link, please. I will. Need that link. I will. He <laughs> he 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 honored the bet and uh, shout out to Mo Lane. Um But with that being said, Georgia is a fourteen point favorite. Do they cover the spread? Nah, because he'll he'll dumb down the game and run it like he did. He'll try to run it. But he 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 play he plays Mullen Mullen might be goofy and dumb, but he ain't stupid. He's subscribed to that Jimbo Fisher level of football where he know when he coming in with the lesser talent. Yeah, he played not to get blown out. 
Gotcha. He just played. He just played the bleed the clock and try to make the score as low as possible. Gotcha. Gotcha. So let me ask you this question here: um, Jordan Davis for Heisman? Is it? Is nah. it? Is it worth it? Nah. Nah. Like as much as I love Georgia, and Jordan Davis is a beast, and he might. I don't think he's the best player in college football, but he's the best defensive lineman, interior defensive lineman in college football. That's just my opinion. Y'all get y'all get Gilbert back this week, right? Eric Gilbert? Yeah. He hasn't been a part of the team, man. Like, he left some mental mental uh, issues. And, hey, you got you to protect your mentals. Um, as Mar- Marshawn Lynch say, you chickens. Uh, but... Yeah, you gotta protect them, and like he, from the insiders that are close to the program that I kind of follow on social media and stuff. Um, he's getting better. <laughs> I know he has some. I know he has some things with his. Uh, I, I want to say with his parents or his mom or something when he was signed to Florida. Yeah, it's 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 it's. I think it's still lingering. You know. Um, what about Pickens? What about Pickens? Pickens is he's he's uh, running routes still no contact though. Mm. Still, still no contact. But I think Arian Smith comes back. Uh, not sure about Blaylock. Blaylock been out for he's still out. Uh, and Jermaine Burton, but I think Burton Burton will be back. So I got a college football question for you. What's up? None rivalry. Mm-hmm. Give me your top three most annoying fan bases in college football. Non rivalry. Going sports general. Oh, sports yep, general? can't be rivals. Okay, uh, Oklahoma Sooners. But can I say Sooners? They don't say that because you live in Lawrence. Look, no. <laughs> Let me tell you why Why the Oklahoma Sooners was so annoying to me, right? For this one thing only, they would go and purchase the University of Texas logo just to put it on upside down on the back of their trucks. That's a bit. Hey, that's a fifteen yard penalty in the Big Twelve. Hey, not an SEC, but they will post this. <laughs> they will post it like on 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 the back of their trucks, and I'm just like, you idiot! Don't you know that you're still supporting the University of Texas, the one that you hate? Like, I, I just didn't get it. That right. that was the, the 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 annoying thing. Uh, but other annoying fan bases, the Atlanta Falcon fans. Uh, Falcon fans are, get kind of annoying uh, <laughs> to me. And, and, and half my family are Falcon fans. I still love y'all, but man, y'all be all the way in your y'all feelings when the Falcons. Like, I, I'm not even lying to you, Deron. Like, it was a, the Falcons. When the Falcons lost the Super Bowl, you know I was trolling. Oh, man, they were mad at me. They ain't, they ain't talked to me for a long time. <laughs> I got cussed out and everything. I'm going to my birthday. Yeah, uh, get better, Grandma. I love you. But yeah, man. Uh, let's see who else. Annoying fan bases. Oh man. This is last. Give me a third. This is your last one. But last. before you give your last one, let me run through my guitar thing. All right. Uh, number three, Texas A and M fans. A fan base who has won has seen nothing. Won- Actually, it's a three A and a three B. Both of these fan bases has in the in my lifetime of 40, 41 years of existence have half a national title between them. And 3A and 3B is Texas A&M fans, uh-huh. Michigan Wolverine fans. Two fan bases that ain't never won nothing but feel that they belong at the top. 
Okay, I I, I can see that one. Um, number two, for me, number two, these new Laker fans that came on when the self the self prophesized king, the self proclaimed king, came to the Lakers. As somebody that's been a Laker fan since '87, I just want to tell y'all, I can't wait till this man retire so these clowns can lead the fan base because I'm tired of having to put up with this. Uh, it, it's, I thought it was irritating when he was with the uh, with the Heat, but them idiots came to L.A. when he came out there, and it's like, like yo, like they need to do more for. Him. I've never seen somebody who's been like held up as the greatest need so much help. Man. Like I'll never understand. Them. I'm like yo, how much help do one dude need? So those uh, those he at fans, wherever he at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I like to call him. I like to call him my buddy. Wherever he go, wherever I go, he go. Gotcha. <laughs> like, gotcha. like they, my buddy. That's Ryan. Ryan is a is a big LeBron James fan. <laughs> you know, shout out Ryan. We miss you. We love you. But you are a LeBron James fan. I think Ryan has my buddy. When he and no. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had one. Don't, don't number, get, I might be lying, no- but. Number one with a bullet, New York Knickerbocker fan, who literally haven't won anything since your dad was in the Air Force. <laughs> Man, <laughs> dad was in the you Army. Might have been in high school. Yeah. Uh, Willis, oh yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, Willis Reed, right? That was. Yep. And they don't they overrate that to high hell. Willis Reed came back and had five rebound, had eight, four rebounds, five, and four points. Yeah. It wasn't as money thing. That and they think everybody is a rivalry now. Like they think because the Hawks came through. I'm like, yo, I'm like it's a rivalry. I put it to Nick fans like this: it's a rivalry to y'all. It's just another game on a Tuesday to everybody else. Cause don't nobody care. So the other, my other annoying fans, right? And this is a little localized, right? It's a little localized. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know, it's not the fight off the Wildcats, right? And I got, I, I, I'll give you my bone to pick with the Wildcat fans. But let me just tell you the most annoying fan base. Number one, Colquitt County fans. Listen, Colquitt County has been playing football for approximately 108 years and have three state championships to show for it. But let them tell it, right? Let them tell it. You would think they, they're close to Valdosten wins or... They got more than Lyons County, which my alma mater whooped them up uh, last Friday. Go Vikings! Um, let them tell it. You would you you would swear that they got all these championships, but no, man, they got three. Hey, them pig farm, them pig farmers got an IPS. Man, <laughs> Coffin County fans, y'all y'all are the absolute most annoying fan fan base. Now, I got another. Go ahead. Oh no! Go ahead, cause I'm gonna say I got another sports issue. But who your your uh, number one? Yeah, that, that's my number one. My number one most annoying fan fan base. Yeah, mm, I was all right. So uh, I want to send a double finger, a double middle finger salute to the referees. My school, my alma mater, KU, <laughs> for cheating us. Yeah. Bro, how can you how can you come go back up to the line of scrimmage? Get pushed back, quarterback yanking out your arms, standing in front of you. The running back sees you and literally just—it's basically like he, like here you go, you can have it. 
and they get the first down on fourth down. Like that's BS. I thought I that it. I thought that was just Baker said like a forward pass. Because it kind of it went move forward. That's what I thought, but yeah, he caught, but he, but he but he got up to, he got up to or a little bit past the line of scrimmage. Yeah, which means if that's the case, if I'm a quarterback and I'm running the option and I run past the line of scrimmage and I see somebody coming back coming towards me, I can literally just back up to the line, behind the line of scrimmage and throw the football. If that's the rule, that that's what I was thinking. I was like, uh, I thought it was gonna come back, but yeah, y'all y'all got y'all got shafted. Okay, you uh, got. Yeah. Shafted. Um, what's wrong with KU football? No, it's not. Fo- it's not basketball. Yeah, but listen, because all the money, all, bro, all the money, like the Boo family. Think about it. The Boo family paid three point four million dollars just for the rules of basketball. But this that one, they put like is like they. Let me see. They paid three point four million dollars for uh, the rules of basketball that uh, James Naismith, who first coach of KU. Uh, who he wrote and invented basketball. They also built a $1.1 million museum just to house a single sheet of paper. But <laughs> the reason why... Meanwhile, the football team had a track around the field, at least so, like, I stopped going there in, like, 2012. So, but see, <laughs> this is the reason why I asked that question, because it wasn't too long ago they were in the, the Orange Bowl. Right. Beaver Team Tech. Yeah. It wasn't too long ago. And... I, they just fell off. The the big man retired, and that was it. Cause they had a real. Oh, he get he retired. He got fired for uh for basically uh, abusing players. Oh, well, is that, that he? Um, it's kind of it's kind of like how the Mike Leach thing with Craig James, uh, where yeah. they had him like out there on the uh, turf doing pushups, and they were getting burns on their hands and stuff. Oh, okay. But yeah, he was just—he was basically just mentally like he was like mentally abusing players, mm. and they like we already don't care about this sport anyway. So you just like you disposable. So get up out of here. Gotcha. So, but I would, I would, I would, I would, I would rather. This is gonna sound bad to say, but I would rather for him to release the Kraken on the whole team right now and be eight and four. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this question here. Uh, Ed, Ed, Ed O has been fired, um, or he has. They listen. Sucker move, sucker move. So, do you think, like, who do you think goes takes that job? Do you think it's Mel Tucker? Are you think they're really, really considering Mel Tucker for the job? Bro, like I said, like I said on my podcast, uh, Mel Tucker. If you listening to this, don't do it, brother. Go to Tiger Droppings. That's all you need to do. Go on the LSU message board. Just type in the word B L M, and that'll let you know that you don't want to go to Baton Rouge. But nah, Mel Tucker ain't got no shot. He got about as much a shot as James Franklin got. And the person they probably going, the folks want three people. Uh, the racially ambiguous uh, former defensive coordinator, now head coach at Baylor, Dave Moran. Mm-hmm. Um, Lane Kiffin, which. You see, you see my Twitter handle. My 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 name is Lane Kiffin, number one stand. Like, yeah, I love that man, dog. Like, I don't know he, what he do to Tennessee every year. It just make my heart smile. <laughs> 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 and probably number three, and probably like a dark horse, 
is like um, Billy Napier, who like the coach at Louisiana Lafayette. But if they were really about it, if they really wanted a coach that aligned with their uh, sensibility, they were uh, religious and uh, political sensibilities, they hired Mike Leach. Yeah, but I don't think I don't know. I don't think Mike Leach would fit in there. I, I, I don't Bro, know. Go to Tiger Profits. That's all I gotta say. Go to Tiger Profits. Hey, I, I, I don't know. And speaking of uh, Tennessee, so you see Harrison Bailey has ended the transfer portal. Uh, Word? Yeah. Knew it was going to come. Yeah, Harrison Bailey Knew has it was gonna- ended the transfer portal, uh, which isn't surprising because as soon as I see him roll Joe Milton out there, I just know that, yeah, he's gone. And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got this, too. Uh, uh, if anybody follow uh, my uh, my podcast, uh, Instagram, L-O-R-C podcast, uh, y'all will see that I started the uh, free Zach Evans hashtag. And as of today, Zach Evans uh, cleared all the TCU stuff off of his page, and now he might be going to the transfer report. Now, let me say this about Zach Evans. Zach Evans if, if I'm believe correct me if I'm wrong, but he was the considered maybe the best number running one. number one, right? Yep, the best running back coming out in his class. He got in a fight on the sideline about a cell phone, I think. Punched his coach, was suspended. He committed to the University of Georgia, signed his letter of intent. After all this stuff came out, Georgia released him. And he signed at uh, TCU. LSU. Who? He he committed to Georgia. All of that went down. Then he decommitted. Then he signed up for LSU. Then he went against his word on that one and briefly uh, said he was going to go to Texas A&M, but ended up going to TCU, which... Probably was the worst thing ever for him. Go to Ole Miss. I'm telling you, Zach. Go to Ole Miss. Lane will use you. I watched it. I went to the game the other night. For I say this all the time on my podcast, right? Jamal Jamal Charles might be the fastest running back I ever seen in person, mm-hmm. and Zach Evans remind me every bit of Jamal Charles. So what what's going on with uh, Zach Evans at TCU? Him and Gary Peterson, not Gary Peterson, Gary Patterson don't get along. Like he scored a touchdown. When they played Texas Tech a couple of weeks ago, they put him up 35 to 7, and him and the starting wide receiver like celebrated in the end zone, and he benched them for the rest of the game and the game against Oklahoma. Mm. They said, yeah, go sit on the sideline. Wow. Okay. So if I if I was that, I'd be like, yeah, I'm out of here, man. I'm like, yo, I'm better than I'm better than this Dugan kid. Who was from that dreaded class of twenty nineteen quarterbacks was Spencer Rattler and the rest of them who turned out to be trash. So I'm like, yo, I'm the only I'm the only re- I'm the only reason this team in the words of Cameron, I'm the only reason that the computer's putin about TCU around. Yeah. So <laughs> got computers putin. Uh so speaking of you just made me lose my lose my train of thought, man. Um my bad, Cameron do it every time. With the Cameron, the, the Putin, Putin, my Putin, my stop Putin. Uh, hey, what I was going to say, man. Oh, man. Um, shoot. Ah, I can't, I can't, I can't. It ain't coming back to me. Um, oh. You going to the game? Well, I'm going to say you going to the game this weekend, but yeah, Kobe. 
Yeah, nah, I'm not going to. I got I got to work. And plus, you know, I think I'm bad luck. Ever since I went to the Cowboys game and Tony Romo got his shoulder broke. Um, but they got they got you that though. Yeah, they got me that. But at the time, we had to sit through uh, John Kittner. So, <laughs> that's hey, exactly. hey, why you why you joking? John Kittner might be down for the cause. You seen his son, right? Who's son? He looked like me. His son looked like me and you. Oh wow, I didn't know that. But hey, yeah. What's up? <laughs> what's up, kid? Um, but what what I will say is this: Do you think? Do do you think he goes to the old Miss Zach Evans? Nah, if anything, because let me see exactly from where. He'll probably... He's from A&M. Worst case scenario... He's from Texas, though. So, like, uh, let me see. With all his baggage... Uh, let me see. Where is Zach from? Um, he's from Texas. No. With all of his back... Yeah, yeah, he's from Houston. Worst case... Best case scenario for him, he go to U of H. Because, you know, the U of H... Actually, that'll be the worst thing for Gary Patterson because University of Houston joined the Big 12 next year. Yeah. I've seen him every year. Yep. Uh, at least for next year. Well, I think Jack, is Zach a, is Jack a, Zach a junior? Nah, he, he should be a sophomore this year. Yeah, he's a sophomore. Yeah. Cause I think him and uh, is it Kenny McIntosh or Kendall Milton? One of them. Both of them KM. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they, they, when Zach Evans didn't come in the fold, they signed one of the two. Um, but they John Edwards. But, so, um, but yeah, that's my guy. Free Zach Evans. <laughs> free, free Zach Evans. All right. So we got about seven minutes left. Um, oh yeah. So Anthony Joshua has a new trainer. Does it help? I bet you it. I wish, you know, RIP Manny. Man, he's still dead. <laughs> He's been dead for a minute now. That's who he needs. That's he didn't get uh Manny. He didn't get Freddie Rose, did he? No, nah, uh, I'm not sure he got, but I do know he he he's left his, his current training team. Yo, who uh who got the next big fight? Is it uh is uh Javante, right? Uh, I I want to say it's Crawford, but Crawford Earl Spence, ain't it? Nah, I think it's uh. Devontae Davis. Yeah, Tank. But yeah, yeah. Did you did you did you see that press conference? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch it. If you need a laugh, that, whoever he fighting got me thinking that I could beat him up. It's some of the worst trash talk you ever seen. Wow. <laughs> like like it is it is it's like uh, you remember the dude who was real nervous that burned down the office at the uh, end of uh, the movie The Office. Yeah. Or uh, office space? It's my staple. Yeah. Yeah. He sound like that dude. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, it's also unboxing. I don't know how true it is, but Mike Tyson, Logan Paul. It's is, a clown show. Is it true? They go back to earlier what we were talking about. Man, if it is, it's going to be something like Mike going to do like he did against uh, what's the name? Where no headshots. Roy Jones, yeah. Um. Yeah. I hope not. Unless, but Mike, Mike wants Mike, Mike a snap now. Roy didn't do nothing to piss off Mike. That's the one thing I would say. Roy did nothing to piss off Mike. Um, no. Nah. Because if, if he, then your boy Shakur, the 
Look legit the other night. Yo, Shakur Stevenson, um, and I've said it for for like it's finally coming together. Yeah, finally coming together. (laughs) Right, Shakur Stevenson, dude, that's gonna be a mega fight, Stevenson and Davis. Yep, that's what. Man, I hope they fight out here. That's gonna be a big fight, big fight. Um, oh, so who else is playing this weekend? Uh. Oh, Dabo! You better do your you better do your thing, Dabo. Uh, Dabo plays Clemson plays Florida State. I need you to run it up. Yeah, a Florida State might win. Who knows? If Florida State wins, <laughs> wait, bro, I will find I will I will find the nearest building and jump off the top of Florida State. Be close. Yeah, what if Dabo goes to LSU? I highly doubt it, but. That's uh. They better be ready to. They better be ready to fork over like mega millions to some coordinators because without Brett Venables, mm-mm. yeah, he ain't good. Gotcha. Hold on, let me look it up right here because I got the games. Uh, oh yeah, Michigan, Michigan State. I fully expect Michigan State to thrash Michigan. You got Michigan State in that one. I I, I can see that one. Who else yep. you got? Uh, Texas Baylor, just because I want Baylor to win the uh, the religious school to beat uh, the state the uh, the flagship state school <laughs> and drive these folks crazy with a four and four record. Uh, uh, well, if I'm thinking about it, I probably got Texas winning that one. Uh, Penn State, Ohio State. Ohio State's gonna kill Penn State. Ole Miss, Auburn. Ole Miss. Wait, no, where they playing at? They're playing at Jordan Hare. So, you know, the luck, the luck, the luck will come into play somehow, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Corral will probably blow out both ACLs running out of the tunnel. Actually, I'm going, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Ole Miss. I'm regretting this pick, but go, yeah. <laughs> let's go for it. What, uh, a game I might end up going to because I'm going to Houston this weekend, but SMU undefeated SMU versus one loss Houston. I got. In prime time. I got SMU. Hey, I told you. The Wall Street broker Tanner Mordecai, he threw yeah. for four hundred, had four touchdowns. <laughs> hey, I got, I got, uh, you, you did, you did. Um, I got SMU, I got SMU, SMU going. I got, yeah. Yeah, and the only other game that we were gonna preview on our podcast was, uh, oh yeah, shout out to Tennessee State with uh, Eddie George. They on a four game winning streak. Yeah. Oh, matter of fact, uh, shout out to uh, Jackson State's right in the. It's about three. Three black schools that are HBCUs that are ranked in the FCS polls. Yep. But um, so uh, so uh, let me see if I can find. Oh, uh, you got any thoughts on that Washington State coach that refused to get the vaccine vaccine and got fired? Listen, this and, and, and we're gonna wrap it up. We got a minute and twenty seconds. I'm gonna wrap it up like this. Listen, people, I get it. We all stand for. Um, we all gotta stand for some. But listen, you also gotta realize what's gonna feed your feed your family. Uh, unfortunately, this Washington State coach has not uh, been vaccinated, refused to get vaccinated, and he got fired because the state mandates that all their their employees get vaccinated. Listen, if you're an employee of the state, you got to get the vax. Plain and simple. Yep. Um, and Stop I, I, being a contrarian without a cause. Exactly. And also, listen, what Kyrie Irving is not is doing is not reminiscent of the greatest. Muhammad Ali. No, 
Not even close. Not even close. He, he, he was he was taking the stand about going to fight a war where he could die. Not whether or not he's going to suffer any side effects from a shot. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, listen, as always, Deron, you got the final 20 seconds. Go for it, man. Uh, something that I learned, got to kick it with the homeboy. Uh, when I got uh, come home, had to bury a real, real close friend. Uh, it's always good to come home, man. As much, as much crap as I talk about how much I hate Vlad Uh I finally made peace with Vlad I love my folks in Vlad I always represent y'all. Even though I hate it, 